0: Welcome back to the Hunting Roots Podcast brought to you by On X. am your host, Brody Swisher, and joining me today for the podcast is my boys. I've got them back in here. We're doing a Christmas version of the Hunting Roots Podcast. It's Christmas edition time. This is Christmas week. You boys fired up about it? Yes, oh, yes. Sir, sir. Everybody's excited in the Swisher house. and oh, man, it's just Christmas time. There's no greater season, uh, hunting season and, and Christmas season. That's where it's at for us, and so... We're talking a little bit this week about some of our favorite things about Christmas, but also we're going to talk more about the worst Christmas gifts, the Christmas crap that you've gotten over the years. Uh, Me and my boys are going to talk about it for a few minutes, and then we're going to get some of our buddies on the line. We've got Jordan Blissett, Lake Pickle. We'll be checking in with them, hearing from them some of the good stuff maybe. Uh, I don't know if we'll have any bad stuff. I've got a few things we're going to highlight, talking about the bowhunting.com if you're not familiar with that you need to check it out But we're going to highlight some of the worst christmas gifts we just posted an article so you guys go check that out check it out see what that's all about that just went up bowhunting.com worst christmas gifts for hunters so we're going to talk a little bit about those but it is kind of hard to come up with and if you if you believe it's better to give than to receive you know we don't like to focus too much on the fact that hey this is a terrible christmas gift you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings um So we're going to kind of focus on a little bit of both. We are going to spotlight some of these things, the worst Christmas gifts. Remy's going to read some of these off to us. But we're going to check in with these other guys. Again, we've got Lake and Jordan. Uh, We're going to get Parker McDonald on the line, hear from him, Uh, maybe the best or worst that he's got, Uh, Tony Peterson. And so several guys that are going to share uh, some of their – maybe their favorite and least favorite things they've received over the years. It's been a great week. We've had several days. Uh, We always look to this week before and after Christmas. Uh, We call it meat week. And, you know, it's a couple weeks here where we get in and and do some damage uh, control on the properties. If it's overpopulated, whatever it is. Uh, I've got a lot of landowner friends that do not like to shoot does. And, uh, boys, y'all don't have a problem shooting does, right? Yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir.
0: All my guys... are are, are a lot like me that we like to shoot doves. man we're not we're not big trophy hunters Uh, obviously my boys are early in their hunting career and so they're just doing whatever they want to do They're, they're shooting does bucks whatever uh they've all killed several nice bucks now uh some of us more than others remy killed his first big buck this year and so um they're getting a little taste of that some of the bigger buck action but uh they're at that point and i'm still there myself where we just like shooting deer we shoot does we will come and manage does for guys on their property. And so these guys, these buddies that have some property that they just don't shoot many deer, they need some does managed, does killed. Oh, man, they, we come in this time of year and, and oblige them and go in and, and do the dirty work and, and shoot some does. And so we went with one friend yesterday afternoon, Rimbo. Wasn't it fun? You got, you can't, they can't say you're shaking your head. you got to speak with your mouth. It wasn't that fun, son? Yes, sir. All right, so how many deer did you get to kill last night? Two. Remy? whacked his first double it was pretty pretty wild what was the best and worst part of that tell me the best and worst part of that hunt last night
1: the best was we got to kill two deer
0: all right good
1: uh the worst part was when well we were in a little box blind and when we shot our ears were ringing very bad
0: yes so we made the mistake of it's really on me Oh, because we do have headsets, we've got earplugs, we've got all the stuff, we've got all the hearing protection you could possibly want, and we usually have it at the ready, and we even had it in Remy's bag, and so he was going to have the headset, or the hearing protection, the muffs, and uh, I was going to just cover my ears, and, um, but we, we got going to the blind, and he ended up being the nice guy, gave his brother the headset, and, um, the earmuffs gave it to his brother that was going to be in a different line. We thought maybe he was going to be packing the AR so it's a little louder and probably couldn't get the barrel out the window of the blind. We thought he probably needs them worse than us. Because if you ever shoot an AR inside that short barrel, any short barrel gun, I guess any gun in particular at all, if you uh, shoot a gun inside and don't get that barrel outside the window of the blind where it can be out and the boom goes outside the window, if you shoot that thing where the barrel's within the window of that blind, if you're tucked back to the back side of the blind whatever man it sounds like a cannon going off and i mean it's bad and we actually had the gun out outside the window no we didn't on this one this the, last night we didn't we backed in the blind was huge it was wheelchair access and we backed up into there to kind of stay back in the black side of it uh black back side of it and um anyway when that gun went off man my ears were screaming remy what did it sound like to you
1: I'm not really sure.
0: Your ears just went where you were ringing. Mm-hmm. Was it a ringing sound? That's what mm-hmm. I've got. It was a a ringing and then my ears were just muffled, kind of like everything was really not good good. I couldn't hear good. Um, uh, felt like my ears were clogged. Is that what you got? Were your ears sound like they're clogged?
1: Yeah, and it sounded like your vo- and your voice was like lower.
0: Yeah, everything was a little muffled and so that was a bad move. Like I said, he he was nice enough to share with his brothers his muffs but uh left us high and dry and i just messed up that was on me i should always have that man i've got buddies that have lost hearing and so we know the bad side of that and last night we were got a little taste of it uh and that was on me again so shout out to no hear hearing protections uh hearing protection we we messed up big time and uh, man that's damaging your ears you just don't get that back so we'll do better next time but remy got to kill two does last night it was a good time And uh, we were going to camp, but we ended up not camping. We ended up shooting those does and came on back to the house, got back here, got better prepared. We had some stuff to knock out and get taken care of today. Uh, But I went out with another friend today, a different farm, uh, another buddy, and we were going to do a little meat mission as well. And uh, we got to do some banging. I killed two does this morning. And so we've got four deer. Uh, We've been working all day, getting butchered up, having a big time, putting meat back in the freezer. Again, I don't know if I mentioned this in the last podcast or not but we've had a freezer incident lost some meat had a freezer go out and uh so if you're out there and you know of a freezer available in west tennessee let us know they're hard to come by it sounds like these days we bought a little small short one but it's not gonna be enough so we're trying to restock the freezer get meat back in uh we do eat a lot of deer meat i've had people ask me man y'all are always shooting deer what's the deal but we we eat a lot of deer we eat deer breakfast lunch and dinner and uh we eat deer nearly every day and so uh, between jerky, summer sausage, ground, steaks, backstraps, whatever, we're always working on the deer, and uh, we just eat a lot of it. So we try to put in a bunch of deer each year, load these freezers up. And uh, anyway, it's been a good time. Yesterday's farm was, again, with a buddy that we'd gone out with. And, again, we talk about, you know, they are a partner of ours. And, uh, man, I've been using OnX, as I've said before, back before it was even called OnX. When they first started in the early days in Montana, When we were living out there, connected with the guys and uh, got to see the product, meet some of the owners out there, and and, uh, been a fan of their product for a long time been using it for a long time. Uh, We love what they do, and I love the opportunity to have that app on our phone. It it changes everything for a, a hunter, sportsman, outdoorsman, fisherman, camper, whoever. If you use the outdoors as part of your lifestyle, man, you need it on your phone. But this hunt yesterday was a classic example. I rode around with the landowner, saw the farm he had, we hit the tracking mode, and I, you, you boys, I didn't even talk to you all about this, but you saw my phone when I showed you the different parts of the farm, and you saw the different lines running all through it, and that was just hitting the track mode, and you can track your steps, and so as I'm riding around the property with the landowner, we're riding all the trails, mapping out the whole property. We come by a tree stand as he showed me different spots. I hadn't been on the place in 15, 18 years, and we get to new stand, boom, punch it into the phone, and so... We could, we could see all the different stands. I had them all loaded into OnX. So the other night when we got to looking at the wind direction, it was going to be a, a west-southwest wind, and we knew exactly what stands we needed to be in. We knew where all the trails were on the property. We could pretty much ride the whole place over. So that track feature is a beautiful feature on OnX. And, uh, again, y'all, you just need to find, if you don't already have it, you need to find the website, onxmaps.com, and, and just check it out. It is a small investment to a great, great tool. So be sure you check that out on X. Make sure you get that loaded on your phone. We love it. We use it, uh, again, all the time, if not every day. And uh, just love it. It changes the game for you. There's a FedEx man. The FedEx man just pulled up is that Christmas gift for me or for y'all, you think? Us. I know what it Us. is, actually. It's you for do? Aiden. Yep. Aiden's going to like it. Oh, yeah. It's oh, some hunting yeah, yeah, yeah. huntin stuff. I've been tracking that. It's finally oh, here in time nice. for Christmas. So. I got it where it fits. Uh, it ought to fit me, too. That's it's, good. Um, so, oh, no. anyway. All right. So, guys, again, check out X it, It's it's the stuff. We, we love it. We use it. Uh, again, today's hunt, quick and dirty. Man, it was it was action-packed. I, I hated y'all didn't get to go. Uh, but it was like 30 minutes there, and I heard my buddy shoot over on the other side because he was going to help me put some meat in the freezer, too. I said, hey, whoever shoots, we'll just load the thing up. I'll tag mine. You tag yours. Uh you can get three deer a day, three does a day here in Tennessee, and uh, it's an awesome thing, and so three does a day or a buck and two does, however you want to do it, one buck a day is it, but uh, we were just going to load the meat wagon, and so I heard him shoot shortly after daybreak, pow, and I thought, oh man, here he goes, about that time, here comes some deer out in the field on my side, and I would just fired right back, so for about 20, 30 minutes of the war, he shot a couple times, uh, I shot a couple times, it was just good, good stuff, and a lot of fun, that's the kind you like. So thirty minutes action pack had deer on the ground and i uh, brought a few home for the house and uh it's gonna be awesome. Christmas week's here though. Hey guys, I wanna take a minute and let you guys just talk about some of your favorite things. Looking back over the years, your favorite, absolute favorite thing. I'll share mine here in a bit. Uh but over the years you gotta take a real quick minute and think about your favorite Christmas gift. It doesn't have to be a hunting gift necessarily. Uh it probably is for me i look back at mine it's always a gun or a bow or whatever but i mean it doesn't matter what it is your favorite gift it could be a pair of socks a pair of underwear but what is some of the favorite thing when you think back over the years does anything come to mind as far as your absolute favorite gift you look back and say i loved that that don't have to be a big gift it just may be one you loved you liked you used a lot you were excited to get whatever does anybody have one that comes to mind remy what do you got dog
1: mine are golf clubs
0: Golf clubs, yeah. Got you some golf clubs last last year, wasn't it? Last year. Last year, too. Papaw gave him some golf clubs. and I used to play golf back in the day. Um, growing up outside of Memphis, Tennessee, I, I played golf with a buddy of mine. We played a lot and got where I could play about halfway decent without having to say ugly things or throw clubs and get mad so much. But uh, I got out of it. I hadn't played golf in years. Last time I played was maybe my brother's when he got married or something. I don't know, maybe like a bachelor's golf round i don't know but uh we need to join the country club here by the house and get into it i guess i might have to get me some clubs maybe i don't know i don't have much time or patience for golf but golf clubs for remy can you think of a worst gift you've ever gotten anything come to mind as far as the worst and don't say something i got you that that break my heart but maybe something like uh your mom gave you or maybe your your memo
1: mm. I'm not sure. All
0: right, you think about that. We're going to move on. Aiden, Easton, what do y'all think? Worst mm-hmm. gift, best gift? What? Uh, I what? got two really good ones. Uh,
2: All right. Uh, my bow, I got a Mission Craze uh, yeah. about five, six, seven
0: years ago. and uh, I remember we were living in a rental house and real small, but that, that Christmas it was so amazing because that was my first real big bow that I've ever had, and it was really awesome. I'd shot in birds and squirrels with it and never got around to shooting anything big, but – that kind of set the first phase in my archery career and, you yeah. know, kind of yeah. paved the way. And so it was really cool. And then uh, back in 2015, I think uh, our grandpa got us tickets to the Birmingham Bowl, and that was really awesome, and I loved going to that. It was a fun experience. That was a good time. That was kind of some man time. Papa Swish bought us football tickets to the, you say, the Birmingham, yeah, Birmingham Bowl. Yeah, Birmingham Bowl. Down there in Birmingham, Alabama. It was an awesome time. It was a it was Memphis Tigers. That's why we went because we're from Memphis, and, uh, or I am, and uh, Memphis Tigers versus Auburn, Auburn Tigers, yeah. And uh, so that was a cool game, and uh, the Tigers didn't win that one, or the Memphis Tigers didn't win that game, unfortunately, I don't believe. Uh, good time, man time. And then your bow, man, your first bow, first man bow. Uh, you'd had a lot of little small dinker bows before then, but that was your first one you could actually hunt with and learn and have a big time with, and, and so – the Christmas bow, that's always a good one. Easton, what about you, man?
1: Mine would probably be my Carhartt jacket I got.
0: old Carhartt, yep. eastons he'd wanted a Carhartt jacket, and uh, that's one you don't think of as maybe your funnest gift. Like, oh, this is so fun, I can't wait to play with my jacket. But, dude wears that thing all the time, working here on the farm and hanging out. and You can't beat a Carhartt jacket. I mean, for blocking the wind, uh, taking an airsoft bullet, Whatever it is, uh, that sucker will pretty much be dang near bulletproof, and uh, so the Carhartt jacket's a good one. I love my Carhartt jacket as well. I think I had to buy my own though. I didn't. I didn't get one for Christmas. But anyway, um, I'm going to share my favorite in a little bit. Uh, but man, I yeah, I, I like that we don't have a whole lot of worst worst ones uh, as far as that goes. Uh, I'm going to look forward to the next couple of days giving gifts. You know, it's always better to give than receive. They say. Uh, and uh, you hear that a lot. And what's another one you hear about at Christmas time? Maybe you've heard people say, well, it's the thought that counts, right? I didn't get you this, but it's the thought that counts. Like I was going to buy you a new rifle, but I didn't. But it's the thought that counts, and that's the biggest bunch of bull that ever was when somebody says it's the thought that counts. You know what? No, it's the gift that counts. <laughs> you can think about it all day long, but if you just think about it and don't get me, you don't love me enough, right? You didn't. You didn't follow through. You didn't put the money up. You thought about it, but you didn't pull the trigger, and so – um, I tell people that all the time when they say it's a thought that counts. I'm like, No, uh uh-uh. It's the gift that counts. All right, it's the gift that counts. If you didn't get the good stuff, if you didn't give the good stuff, you just thought about it, you dropped the ball. So y'all be sure you remember that when you're giving. Hook your mom up with some good gifts, your sister, and um don't worry about daddy, okay? Daddy doesn't need anything, we've got it all. Uh but it's the gift that counts. We talk about that all the time. Uh, The true meaning of Christmas, man, it's all about Jesus. Jesus obviously is that reason for the season. You can't have Christmas without Jesus Christ, right? Christ, the word Christ, that's in Christmas. That's what makes Christmas. It's all about the baby that was born in Bethlehem and uh, the Savior of the world that came to us. And we're not going to get in preaching or nothing, but, man, um, that's what it's all about, Jesus coming. And people try to make it where it's all about other things, and they try to take Jesus out. But you can't have Christmas without Jesus Christ. And so uh, we celebrate him coming. Born as a baby, came to die on the cross for us and live for us, and um, and man, it's just an awesome thing. And so I, I love Christmas. It's just a it's just the best time of the year, and um, all the songs you sing and all the good stuff, man, it's all pointing back to Jesus. So, Remy, what you have? You got something to talk about?
1: Uh, I I remember what my least favorite gift oh, is. Oh
0: gosh, you make me nervous. What do you got?
1: It is a hunting gift, but Uh-oh. it's oh, a um, face mask. Because you honestly hope for a jacket, and you just get a face mask, and you're like, sth, sth. Ah, um, "I kind of hoped for a jacket." You were
0: wanting the jacket, and you ended up getting just a mask. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I need some new hunting stuff. I need a big. I need some camo, and you got a camo mask. That is kind of lame. Who gave you that? Don't tell, don't say tell it was me. You? No, I wouldn't do that to you, son. All right. So with that said, again, we're going to jump to. Some of these things, we're going to go roll through. You guys can check them out as well on bowhunting.com. But we're going to roll through, according to an article I just posted the other day at bowhunting.com, Worst Christmas Gifts for Hunters. All right, so, again, it's at bowhunting.com. You can check it out there. But we're going to roll through, give you a quick version, and let Remy read some of these off. And we'll kind of talk about what these are. Remy, I know you're still learning to read and doing good. You're you getting it figured out. But you just roll through those, and you can kind of scroll up, right? Start right there with that one. Tell us what made the top... 15 or so on the old school bow com worst Christmas gift. What's the first one says? Old school, what
1: old school long johns?
0: Old school long johns. So, if you've ever gotten some of those, they're usually white, uh, just straight white, white, or maybe even a little beige, um, cream color. The old school long johns they kind of had like a check pattern or not a check pattern, but maybe a grid, a texture to them. They were white, maybe they had like a little red, uh, red or blue stripe around uh, the elastic waist. Uh, these were your classic old school long johns that people used to give, and they're they're awful. Um, they're cotton. They're not any kind of moisture wicking. They're just they're pretty much trash. You know, they might keep you warm, maybe not. It's just a layer of cotton down there. Once you start to sweat, once you get wet, you're hosed. You're going to die. These things will kill you. That's the old school long johns. That's when you got there. A
1: the super cheap, cheap knife. And I've had one of those.
0: You've had? Who gave you that? I know I wouldn't give you super a super cheap A
1: person one. from a garage sale. So we were just looking oh, at yes. some knives. And he said, you need to get a good knife. And I was like, thank you. And so he set out some on a table. And I kind of wanted the blue one, ones, but they're kind of jacked up. So I just got a black one. Yes. They are all uh, bad.
0: They are all junk. So, the yeah, the guy at the garage sale was like, hey, boys, y'all need a good knife. I got some free knives here. Every boy needs a, fr- good, a good knife. And I thought, yeah, every boy does need a good knife, but you're not giving away good knives. You're giving away broken crap, and that's exactly what they had. They were like lock blades that wouldn't lock anymore. And so uh, the cheap knife is, is definitely uh it makes it every list you usually will have like your your grandma that doesn't know anything about hunting or aunt aunt mimi gives you you know a knife and she thinks oh i bet that boy could use a good knife and she buys that you know three dollar 99 cent knife that she found in the bargain bin you know whatever and uh or maybe on an end cap at walmart it's just a cheap junk knife and they think it's a perfect hunting knife and so that's it next one there remy you got the cheap knife what's next
1: the tacky tee
0: the tacky tee, all right. So the T-shirt that's just nobody, nobody wants those tacky T-shirts, right? You know, it's it's the T-shirt that's just says something corny about hunting. Uh, you got T-shirts, hoodies, all kind of stuff like that. Um, it, they're just tacky, you know. Like, a, you know, I'm trying to think of one that's uh, comes to mind. Maybe you guys have seen some of them. Um, I'm into fitness. I've seen that one before. It's a hunting shirt, or not a hunting shirt. It's just a tacky T-shirt for hunters. It says, "I'm into fitness. Fitness hold deer in the back of the freezer, or fitness hold deer back of the truck. You know, whatever." And so it's just dumb. tacky. It's just dumb. So, all right, what's the next one you got there, Remy? The sh- T-kit. T-kit. Sh- oh, oh, yeah, good job on on covering <laughs> that one, Remy. So that's the sh-it-kit, it, All right, and so this kit is uh it's just just what you what it sounds like it's a it's a turd kit so for the person that needs to take a drop a deuce in the woods somebody's made this what they call it hint kit so you got this kit and i i don't know most of the guys i know that are hunters and outdoorsmen they don't need a kit to go and drop a deuce in the woods they just go and and handle business right they use if they got a couple squares of toilet paper they use some leaves hopefully not poison ivy uh, maybe they'll cut their shirt tail off or use a glove you know whatever uh they'll use something and make do they don't need a kit uh but this kit we found uh includes i think four foot of toilet paper it comes with uh it comes with a handy bag so you can bag your crap and take it out of the woods like who's gonna do that you know what i'm saying haul that mess with you you cover it up with leaves and keep trucking you know uh but then it comes with some also some what does it say? Some lotion with aloe aloe and vitamin E. Some lotion to, to sanitize yourself, maybe. I don't know. And so keep your hands clean after you get done dropping a load. But anyway, that's, that's horrible. Anyway, Remy, what do you got next? Let's do a couple more. What do you got?
1: This next one is Sani Girl.
0: Sani Girl. So this is a little funnel. It's like a cardboard funnel or something, and you pop it into place. It comes flat, pops into place. Sani Girl. Sani Girl. And so like sanitization... Santa girl, and this is for the girl that needs to go potty in the woods, I guess, or the man that needs a crap kit uh, to drop a deuce in the woods. Maybe he can use Santa girl, too, because um, that's just what he probably does. He probably squats to pee. And so the Santa girl is just a funnel for the ladies. They can use this to funnel their potty into a bottle or whatever they want to drop it into. Again, if you want to put that in a container, ladies, there's the Santa kit. Randy what else you got?
1: Truck, hitch toilet, seat.
0: All right, Keeping with the theme of, of dropping the deuce, going potty in the woods for the ladies, there is a truck hitch toilet kit, and this goes in the back of your your hitch. So you pull the ball out, and uh, and you, you put this in, and it's just a old-school camo toilet seat there, and it's kind of a pretty slick idea. You can actually have a toilet seat there, but it only works good if you don't forget about it. Like, I can see somebody using this, and then in the morning... They walk out there and they're loading their truck up, and they forget that the toilet seat was there. And they're working at the back of their truck, and all of a sudden they're stepping in their own mess or whatever. So the truck hitch toilet seat. What about the outdated hot hands?
2: they are the worst.
0: Isn't it the worst? Yes. What's it like when you get outdated hot hands? What do you have?
1: They're hard as a rock. They're yeah, like has, a rock, like minerals. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So when instead
0: of taking out the package and shaking it up and, and, and working it to a hot uh, little deal, they're hard as a rock. It's no good. You get to looking at the. You get to look at the expiration date, and it's like expired five years ago. And this is probably somebody, another hunter, that got these for Christmas, and they and they passed them on to you. Outdated hot hands, no good. Uh, we've got the camo ski mask. You mentioned the mask, Remy. Uh, here's a camo ski mask. It's one of those little, looks like a bank robber mask. Everybody's got one of those at some point. Um, but also one of the big ones we've got on the list that made the cut is the Igloo Playmate. The igloo playmate. You guys may have remember this. It's red. It's got the little white top, and you push the button. You can sh- you can shift the top over and opens up the thing. Uh, that's the playmate. And back before there was Yeti, there was the igloo playmate. That was the deal. You didn't have a Yeti roadie. You had a playmate igloo that could hold a six-pack of your favorite beverage or your snacks and food for the day. But maybe you asked for a Yeti roadie. You were fired up to get a Yeti, and then somebody, Aunt Wanda, got you the igloo playmate instead you didn't get the yeti you got the igloo you got the playmate and uh, big difference there aunt wanda you make sure you get the right one uh one time I had a buddy that gave me a bass pro gift card i was all fired up about it i was fired up bass pro gift card you can't go wrong with a bass pro gift card right Well, the thing about it was, my buddy had $2.23 on the Bass Pro gift card. So I got this gift card, $2.23 on it. Oh my gosh. And uh, it was all fun and games until I got to the counter. I was all excited thinking I had a $100 gift card and had all my stuff piled up there, and it was $2.23.
1: You can't really buy anything with $2.23 there.
0: No, you can't buy anything at at Bass Pro hardly with.
1: Yeah, maybe like one piece of candy
0: yeah maybe some candy the snacks at the little checkout counter but not even that i don't think it's probably a dollar 99 and then you're over you know whatever um uh, but that's the deal another thing i got remy you remember this one right here what's that say
1: the canteen the
0: canteen i got that old school round canteen it's got like the wool side on it and uh like a pioneer canteen i'd ask for like a nalgene water bottle for backpacking i was all fired up i you know i'm getting into backpacking and hunting and I thought, hey, I need a good you know, water bottle, Nalgene bottle, and they must not have known what a Nalgene was because I got the old-school Daniel Boone canteen. Uh, mm-hmm. So, anyway, there's a few of those. All right, boys, before we wrap up, anybody got anything before we call the guys, get them on the line, anything?
1: No. That's Everybody good?
0: Best and worst. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get Lake and Jordan on the line, wish them a Merry Christmas, and uh, see what they got to say on the best and worst from the Primos boys. What up, doll? Man, what's happening in the deep south this morning?
3: Me and Lake are sitting on the love couch together right now. Oh, love couch, a little
0: couch. A little cuddle time. Yeah. A little cuddle time. You know. Keeping you warm up, warming up after. Uh, y'all been hunting this morning, I guess?
3: No. I uh, I stayed at the house last night and came up a few minutes ago. And then Lake and them hunted yesterday afternoon and
0: mm-hmm. slept
3: in this morning.
0: Yeah. That's what we did, man. We... We did a little uh, duck recon with the boys yesterday before church and tried to tried to find some spots to get in on the backside of the all this big shooting that goes on and try to find some ducks that are pushed up in the shallow stuff, and we found a few here and there, but uh, we got up early, hunted hard yesterday after church in the afternoon, just got skunked all the way around, and so this morning we weren't just near as fired up today, uh, so we, yeah. slept, we slept in a little bit, but. I'm I don't blame you. Yeah, it's good to, do, <laughs> good to do every once in a while. and uh, So anyway, man, hey, just uh, appreciate the chance to catch up with you guys. I know it's uh, another busy week, and you guys are rocking and rolling, right? I mean, y'all are yeah, smacking them. Yeah, I mean, it's happening for y'all, huh? Yeah,
2: it's been a definite increase in deer movement
0: for sure. Yeah, it's a cool deal to see, and I, I love this opportunity. Every year I said we'll get down there with Keith Polk and his crew and and bring my boys down and chase the rut south, you know, after we get done here in November. And I'll be dang, if a little sweet didn't work on one over the weekend, man. Did y'all see that buck?
2: Yeah, he killed a good deer. I didn't see that one. Yeah. He got, killed another one? Yeah, good eight point. I no, nah. You ain't going to be able to talk to him. He's done killed two bucks. I he's know. Gonna, he's going to be, yeah.
0: Yeah, he uh, he's gotten So he can't walk through the door. Had old head and swolled up. He uh, well, yeah,
2: he couldn't fit through the door already because that mullet he's got. You know? <laughs> That's
0: right. Yeah, he gets a swing in that mullet sideways and just whiplashing people. So, But, yeah, man, that little dude, is a stone-cold killer, he shot that buck, and then uh, he sent me a little coyote picture, killed him a coyote, and that's a sure enough good buck the other night. Two hundred, I think Keith said a 215-pound buck or so. I mean, it was a uh, yeah. chunk. He's got a, he got a good teacher, that's
3: for sure.
0: That's right. That's right. I want to hear best and worst Christmas gifts you've gotten. You guys think of anything comes to mind that pops out uh, as far as just the good stuff, the bad stuff, anything you've gotten, you are just like, what in the world, as far as hunting gear or, uh, anything for that matter, I'll give you a chance to think about it, but I'm, for example, the first year or so I was married, I told my, my in-laws were like, Hey, what do you want for Christmas? What you know, man? like, Hey, my parents want to know what do you want? I said, man, I need some new waiters. My waiters are old canvas waiters are jacked up, janked up, nasty leaking. I need some new waiters. That'd be a good thing. And, and, uh, I'll be dang if they didn't go and buy these. They were like rubber. They were like, uh, I don't know what you – my my kids laugh about it still. You know, they, they when I tell them about it, they're like, man, they gave you some of them – them berries smashing like the people that make wine or whatever smashing <laughs> berries getting them with them rubber waders on they get in there and jump around and stomp around that's what that's what they gave yeah. you and they were <laughs> you couldn't get them on hardly much less move and and um
3: sewage sewage tank worker waders so go.
0: yes yeah like high toxic crap stuff and and man that was <laughs> the most awkward because it was like like I said. It was, Probably my first Christmas with him, and man, I had to put that that excited face on, and just it was like, what in the devil have they man, given this me This is awesome. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> I need thank that. You so much. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm gonna need the receipt <laughs> if you still got it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but and then on the flip side, Amanda, she is like that first first Christmas we we weren't even married. It was it was before. Um, I'd asked her. She said, "What do you what are you thinking?" I said, "Man, I don't I don't tell you stuff, just whatever. But if you if you're making a list, I want to." Uh, she knew I'd been looking for a new little squirrel gun, a little twenty-two rifle and a little Ruger, 1022. And then uh I would also said, man, you know, just something cheaper, you know, I need to a new hitchhole. Put some these deer on the meat wagon, just a hitchhaw. And so I just figured whatever. I thought, you know, she'd probably buy the $70 hitchhaw. And sure enough, Christmas comes, I get to hang out with them at their house and here's this box she brings to me. And she starts walking it over there and it's this perfect big rectangle shape of a hitchhaw. And I thought, like, oh, I know what you did. And uh hitch all baby, thank you so much. I was kinda, you know, just fired <laughs> up, kinda like, dang, I, I was hoping she's gonna go for the twenty two. And uh I opened that box up thinking she bought me a hitch-all. how romantic and uh I'll be dang in that big box. It was a little ten twenty two box, brand new twenty two rifle I pulled out of there. She bought the twenty two and uh that was probably my one of my favorite gifts of all time looking back that just she got me good, and and uh, just a special gift from obviously somebody I love. But those are some of the best and worst for me. What about you guys? Anything come to mind?
2: The best one that I can think of is I, I mean I had to have been under the age of ten, and uh, my grandmother, my grandfather and grandmother, we called them Mimi and Daddy Doll. Yeah, she bought me and my they bought me and my older brother. I'll never forget it. You know they lived in a, a like a country home, like I'm talking out in the sticks. Yeah. And they sent they put us on a, they sent us for, they left us guessing because we had to open like it was just a regular gift box. But when we opened the box, it was like a clue and oh. we had to go on a little bit of a scavenger hunt, you Heck know, Yeah, and that led, ended up led to the trunk of my Mimi's car. And when we popped the trunk open, there was two, uh, Daisy BB gun, pellet guns in
0: there. Oh, son.
2: And that, those were our first ever guns, you know, nice. and, uh. So for, for a while there, like, I don't know. I I mean, I would guess I was probably six or seven, eight, maybe. Yeah. And for a while there, anything that looked like it needed a pellet in their yard. Yes. Getting fired on.
0: That's awesome. You know,
2: so that, that was fun. Uh, as far as the worst one, man, I'm trying to think if I can think of one that was just like, Oh, that was bad. Yeah. I know I've gotten several pairs of like socks and shoes that have never landed on my feet. You know, I'm sure <laughs> yeah. we've all had those.
0: Yeah, right. Those,
2: you know, Jordan, you got?
3: Oh, uh, probably my worst ones. This has happened multiple times. It's just getting stuff like just Like they feel like they need to get you something. So they just pick up whatever's off the shelf they come across.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and yeah.
3: Like, just like, I don't know, like T-shirts, uh, like TV shows and that kind of stuff, stuff, just stuff I'll never wear. You know, like just like I don't know. I've never been like huge in the movies and stuff, but I used to get like a I got a Twilight t shirt one (laughs) year. Yeah, uh,
0: most random thing that doesn't have anything to do with you. Yeah. uh,
3: you at tj Maxx just saw this like i gotta get something so. yeah that's but right that, that, yeah. that kind of stuff's what always tickles me for is like worst idea as far as christmas gifts
2: that's right
3: uh best one was probably my first deer rifle probably yeah. absolutely and the way my dad did it he was like this is what we're gonna go do we're gonna go get you a deer rifle so he actually took me to pick it out with him so I, that was probably my favorite one that's awesome. it was a marlin thirty thirty at the pawn shop
0: oh son that's so cool those yeah. memories, yeah, those memories of those first guns are, are man, they're they so hard to beat. Can't beat them. I mean, um, like you said, man, BB guns and deer rifles and and all that stuff is just so good. And and man, you never forget that stuff. It's that's just fun, fun stuff. And I just I love that, man. You just never never like I said, you never forget those. And and that's how it got started. and That's you guys may have seen it or may not. But we're doing a Red Rider. Red Rider Christmas Project with Daisy, and that's just kind of the kind of thing. I talked to you know a guy recently, just, man, no kid ought to – I think it's a crime for any kid to, to grow up without a BB gun. You know, a young boy no, to I, not have a BB gun and a fishing pole. And, and so we've just been – we've, you know, working to getting these BB guns in. Actually just got them in. And going to be trying to get these in the hands of, you know, families that got boys, you know, struggling families, single moms, whatever, that, that have boys, maybe even girls that, you know, that need a BB gun to, to do – just like what yeah. Lakes talk about, to just go out and, and maintain things in the backyard and make sure nothing you know, and encroaches. I
2: genuinely, I genuinely did not know y'all were doing that when I told that story about our daisy pellet. Oh, that dude. Is a,
0: it's
2: a true story,
0: though. Beautiful tie-in, man. It worked. It was a great lead-in, and, and yes, I mean, that was a good setup, but I mean, it was just perfect. There you are. Oh
3: tell you one thing about them pellet bb guns they'll teach a young boy a lot about responsibility because if he goes out there and shoots the wrong thing in his grandma's yard she's gonna let him know
0: about it well that's (laughs) exactly right we've all learned that the the hard way you guys probably saw the the video or the picture of of remy man i've told this several times but man he he went out there we had a chicken out in the backyard and jumping around and uh, out in the garden and uh, I seen out there it's hopping up on just hopping up popping at something up on the garden and I look out there and he's this chicken's working on the blackberries and blueberries this summer and I thought man get that chicken out of the garden and I just told the kids we're sitting there at the table Remy just gets up walks away nice and quiet and a few minutes later I'm doing dishes at the sink my wife walks up to me she said what has he done I look out there and there's a chicken just doing circles out there running around flopping and Remy's standing with that little red rider at his side and he's like has this look of excitement and sheer fear on his face, and he keeps looking back over his shoulder. Is anybody watching? And he's gone out there, and, and we've used a BB gun to, you know, pop stuff with just to scare it off or whatever, just to scare stuff away from the flower beds or the yard or whatever. And uh, he popped that sucker and, and knocked him in the noggin, I guess, killed him out there and, and – and my wife's like, man, you you need to whip that boy. He killed a chicken, and I was like, man, he did exactly what I told him to do. I didn't tell him to take the BB gun, but he got the chicken out of the yard. He knew that was the way. You know, he did it the best way he knew how. And uh, so I had to I had to pull him aside and say, look, man, we you know we don't need to be shooting chickens. They lay eggs. And he but well, dad, that one had not been laying eggs in a while. I said, well, that's a good deal. Well, we were going to eat it anyway, so you're all good. So <laughs> people get mad, like, oh, you shooting your boy's shooting a chicken with? We you know we're fixing the pop its head anyway and and eat it so I mean it's whatever but you're right I mean it it teaches I had to tell him say look dude you saw real quickly how effective that bb gun is it's not a toy man some people call it a toy but you just took the life of an animal it teaches how you know how fragile life is how powerful a weapon is life and death it teaches it all man every kid needs to have those experiences to see you know something die from their hand and, and realize you know life and death and, and the good the bad the ugly that goes with it and so man there's nothing yeah, nothing like it a quick,
3: quick story on my bb gun experience that yeah. taught me a whole lot is uh i had this tree house where i grew up and it was overlooking a hayfield and uh i had my bb gun out there i had one of them kind you could pump multiple times you know like the it was like a a lever, it wasn't a lever action pipe. It was one you could really pump. You can get like 15, 14 pumps in it, and it's really got some power. That's right. Anyway, there was a guy out there that was cutting hay, and they had a cab tractor. And me being a six, seven, eight year old boy I was, just into everything, I decided I was going to see if I could shoot that tractor. Mm. And uh I let it rip, and I busted the back glass out of his oh, massive first tractor at like <laughs> 200 yards out there. And I won't ever forget. I, as soon as I did it, I was out of that treehouse with a BB gun left up there, and I run Gone. up there under my mother's bed. Oh, and son. Then, sure enough, before about 15 minutes later, I heard a knock on the door, and, uh, buddy, I was in some kind of deep trouble with that. <laughs> but that was one of them learning experiences, you know?
0: That's right. Yeah, you learn real quick uh, where that's going to get you, man. I did the same stinking thing. We were, my cousin and I had BB guns. we got them. <clears throat> Excuse me. It was the year we got them for Christmas, and uh, went out there that next day, and we saw this old bus sitting out in the pasture. My, uh, we just saw the old abandoned bus just sitting out there, just junk. Man, need to be hauled to junkyard. And we commenced to shoot every window out of that bus, and just <laughs> just shattered all of them, yeah. all the way around the front, back, every one. And we thought, this is amazing. Come to find out, that was my uncle, my cousin that was doing the shooting with me. It was his dad. It was his old tack. Tech- shed he used it for all his horse stuff had his saddles in there and all his stuff and we had no idea man but he had all kind of stuff he was using that as a big shed and my, <laughs> my cousin got uh, fire beat out of him of course i didn't because my dad wasn't around on that particular day and my uncle didn't whip me fortunately but uh oh my gosh i remember that that was that was the first like you said that was the first uh incident of this could get you in trouble. Real quick. Learning how to
3: think before you do. That's oh, right. Yeah.
0: Before you pull that trigger. Absolutely. Yeah,
2: BB gun can teach you that quick. Oh,
0: gosh, <laughs> yes. Yes, man. So good memories, man. And I want to wish you all a Merry Christmas and appreciate your friendship and appreciate your time today. And God bless you and your families. And I uh, look forward to hearing and seeing more from you all the rest of the season, man. Y'all keep sending and posting them pictures, man.
2: I appreciate you. Yeah, man. Merry Christmas to y'all. appreciate yes, you. sir.
0: All right, fellas, appreciate you seeing, man. It's always good catching up with Lake and Jordan, uh, wishing them and their families Merry Christmas. Now we're going to get up my buddy, Parker McDonald. If you don't know Parker McDonald, he's a uh, fine, upstanding redneck from down in Alabama, does a lot of public lane hunting, kayak hunting, and so we're going to get him on and check in and see what he's got happening on the best and worst for Christmas. Let's get him on the line now. Hello? Parker, man, what's happening?
4: What's going on, man?
0: Oh, just wrapping up another afternoon. Thought about deer hunting a little bit today, but it's kind of getting a little bit late in the afternoon. So I thought we'd yeah. catch up with some guys and hang out a little bit, get some work done. Parker McDonald, best and worst gifts you've ever received for Christmas. Anything you got in mind, the good, the bad, the <laughs> ugly on christmas gift you ain't got to hurt anybody's feelings if it's the worst is somebody that might (laughs) might hear this and and get offended but uh anything stick out as far as something you've received over the years just the best and the best stuff
4: when you first when you first sent me a text asking if i do this uh there was one thing that immediately came to my mind as probably more uh, one of the worst things Now the bad thing is is that i've gotten this gift more than one uh, oh, no. from the same person. Oh, no. So, My mom, which, which, you know, this Brody, and probably a lot of deer hunters know this. Uh, sometimes we're really specific about the things that we want. They can't just go to the sporting goods section at Walmart and buy us any old thing. That's right. You know, it, you're, you're more specific. So, uh, this is not necessarily a hunting thing as much as it is a fishing thing, but yep. in the stock, in our stockings, my mom multiple times, has gotten me and my dad uh those you can buy them at Walmart, I think, but it's like real dead fish bait. Oh no. Um, yeah. And they they look like sardines yeah. or whatever. And I think they're some kind of catfish bait or something. Right. I don't really know. But I could see from a person who's not a fisherman. I can see how they think. Well, that's the real thing.
0: There's a real thing. Yeah, that's real fish. The
4: real thing. I'm buying them. I'm buying them the the real thing. They don't never. They always buy that cheap plastic. Yeah, them crap.
0: fake ones. I'm giving them the real sack of <laughs> Ziploc bag full of the stink stuff. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
4: Exactly. <laughs> and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I bet that's not. I bet I have not received that for the last time. Um, mm. like, I might get it again soon.
0: Yeah. Like, who knows? It's coming. So that's the
4: that's the first thing I thought about oh, when you said that. I'm like those real dang fish that i never even opened they're still probably somewhere in all my crap yeah and i
0: just Sardines. 10 years ago Jeez.
4: um so that was probably that's that's the worst thing that i can think of yeah now i will tell you one thing that's very simple that my mom also she nails it on this one
0: yeah
4: um every year in the stockings uh, our family does stockings too, yeah. so oh, yeah. we do gifts, but we do the stockings as well. We usually open stockings like, uh, the day before Christmas that's right. or something like that. That's right. Um, but she gives me and my dad, I, I bet we have a lifetime supply of hot hands. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's a perfect stocking stuffer yep. and we love them. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm probably, I say I have a lifetime supply. I, I have a lifetime supply because I know I'm going to get them every year.
0: Yeah, that's um, right.
4: She'll put those hot hands. I think I just used the last package the other day. That's right. And I'm going to get a new package here coming up soon. Yeah. And, uh, she gets us the big bulk ones too. So there you
0: go. That's awesome. That's,
4: uh, <laughs> that's, that's probably the best that yeah. I can think of. Now I, I've gotten some things. I got a bow one year, my first bow I got for Christmas, which was oh, a big yeah. deal. Heck yeah. Um, it was just one of those, uh, bear whitetail yep. things and i mean i remember going through and putting my own peep sight on it it was one of those bungee
0: that's right Peep sight. yeah uh
4: and i think i used like super glue to glue to glue in the uh the whatever the string to tie it in right
0: uh
4: awesome. it looked like it looked terrible i mean <laughs> yeah but i learned a lot of stuff on that oh boat. dude kind yeah of, like, got my feet wet
0: yeah yeah, those those first guns, first BB uh, guns, first bows. You know, man, that was those were some of the best Christmases forever, man. Oh gosh, those were good times, great memories for sure.
4: My first my first rifle was a Christmas gift, I believe, when I turned ten. Nice. And uh, is a thirty out six, a Savage thirty out six, and I still have that rifle. That's want I just
0: ask if you still had it. That's awesome. Yeah,
4: I do. I actually just retired it last year. Yeah. Um and it had it got some i was actually doing the velvet hunt in tennessee last year yeah and uh i'm sure you remember hurricane laura oh, came through gosh, there yeah. yeah and well it was wet and rainy and the uh i, I guess i was just not not a good steward of my <laughs> equipment and i never cleaned out the gun after that after that trip so i took it out for gun season here in alabama and uh the barrel was pitted to heck man oh, like it gosh. it was in bad shape yeah so but i shot a lot of deer with that rifle yeah and i remember my dad gave it to me he bought it from a pawn shop for probably a 100 bucks yeah um if awesome. i know my dad like yeah. i think i know him and uh, i used it till i was 29 years old 30 years old
0: actually that's awesome that's awesome so nothing like it man those first like i said those first guns at christmas and uh the memories of all those things it's It's good stuff. Love it. And, uh, man, I'm going to let you get back to it. Again, Merry Christmas to you and your crew. Really appreciate you. Y'all have a good one. We'll talk to you soon.
4: All right. Merry Christmas to y'all, too. Have a good one, bud. See
0: you. It's always good to catch up with Parker. Dude's funny. I love his – he's got the earrings, nose ring, tattoos. Leading worship music is what he used to do down there in Alabama. Now he's full-time killing critters in the name of Jesus. So, always good to catch up with him. Now we're going to take it to the far north and catch up with Tony Peterson. One of the deadliest bow hunters I know and a great dude. So let's catch up and get him on the line, see what he has to say. What's up, buddy? Tony Peterson, let's hear it from you. Best and worst on Christmas. What do you got? Well, you know, the
5: weaponry is always awesome. You know, I I've I've gotten a few bows when I was a younger, younger lad from my parents and yeah. you know, a few a few guns, twenty twos and and shotguns, all that stuff is you know that's that's good stuff. Always, right? Like, that's right. Nobody complaining about that. Yeah. But you know some of the other stuff, man. You know, like we're we're so lucky with like hunting clothing right now. Like we have right. we have options for like amazing clothing, layering systems, and yep. you know wind blocking and all that stuff. But some of the worst is like low grade <laughs> camo, <laughs> like oh, gosh. like low quality socks, low quality whatever hunting clothes. That's but right. I think. I think the the most adorable yet worthless hunt hunting gift i ever got for w- was from one of my daughters probably like oh i don't know she was probably like four or five yeah. and they had they had like done some crocheting at daycare oh, or yes. somewhere yeah. and so she, she made me this pouch that's made out of bright pink and white uh fabric yeah and was like this or yarn i guess i should say and she was so proud of it and she she handed it to me and i was like oh this is so neat honey what is this and she's like that's for all your hunting bullets so when you're hunting you can carry it with you (laughs) (laughs) and it's like this little pink and white satchel that she made and i was Uh, like oh it's still this will be great honey but it was not very functional
0: yeah right yeah that's when you just kind of hang on the wall in the office and uh yep I've done that before, man. I've got all kinds of stuff where the kids made something and like, you know, like you said, wh- what I- what is it, you know? And and then you hang it up on the wall in there cause you know, you're not going to use it, but you hang it up and they're like, why does that not have bullets in it? I got you that as a bullet <laughs> pouch and it's hanging on your wall here in your office, not holding bullets, dad. Yep. Uh, so. Yeah. So maybe you didn't understand the instructions here, man, yeah. but yeah, just cause you got your sack hung up in Oklahoma doesn't mean you can't <laughs> use the little pink loincloth I made you now. Yeah,
5: I actually could have used that as an (laughs) extra layer of uh, support.
0: Oh, good gosh. Well, man, Merry Christmas to you and your crew, and uh, let's keep in touch. Appreciate your time. Yeah, you too, buddy. Thanks for everything. All right, we'll see you. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this one up. Good catching up with some friends from across the country, hearing the best and worst on that for Christmas from them. And, uh, boys, I've had a good time talking with y'all. We're going to get in here and visit with some folks we got showing up. Y'all fired up about it, though? Christmas is a couple days away. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir always good man again we just encourage folks to remember what it's all about don't get caught up in all the junk of christmas all the commercialization of it and all the stuff that people throw out there is a the reason man it's all about jesus and just want to remind you that enjoy the time with your family your friends if you haven't done so already be sure to give us a five-star rating write us a review help us spread the word on it we look forward to seeing you right back here for the hunting roots podcast next week shoot straight god bless